Hi, I'm Kenzie Fell, producer and co-host of McGowan Braybender's podcast channel, Side Effects. Today, we are welcoming the Global Human Resources Manager of Michaelman Incorporated, Ken Wigton. Michaelman is a developer and manufacturer of environmentally friendly materials that offer solutions for coatings, printings, packaging, and industrial manufacturing markets. For example, have you ever wondered how that label got stuck on your hand sanitizer bottle? Think Michaelman. The company is headquartered in Cincinnati, Ohio, with locations all over the world. Along with Ken's human resources background, you can assume he's an avid traveler to their multiple locations in Belgium, India, China, Japan, Singapore, and Luxembourg. Ken has over 20 years of experience socializing in human resources management and has driven Michaelman to be a leader in employee benefit offerings proven by the loyalty of their associates. Let's dive in to learn more about how this company in Ohio was able to make their positive culture scalable around the world. Welcome to Side Effects, Ken. I'm Scott McGowan. I'm Kenzie Fell. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Now, I think even for our listeners, too, I think what's important is um, we might be right, we might be wrong. But one thing is, we're not afraid. Our goal is to get you to think about things a little differently. And we're unscripted. We just have free reign for 20 minutes. Welcome to Side Effects with an A. Ken, thanks for being here. Thank you very much for having me, Scott. Yeah, so you have an amazing organization. So, hey, before we start, tell tell the listeners a little bit about, you know, the history and all of that good stuff. Michaelman uh, was founded in uh, 1949 uh, by uh, Joseph uh, Michaelman and his wife in Portsmouth, Ohio. They came uh, over to Cincinnati, and uh, they have built a, a business to look at the coatings and industrial uh, manufacturing, printing, packing industry. industry. Uh, through partnerships around the world, we've established our, um, positions in, in Europe and in Asia and uh, have around 450 associates wow. who are very engaged. Wow. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit about yourself. And you said you've been here for 14 years with Michaelman, but much more experience in human resources. So. Sure. I started uh, after graduate school at Miami University in their HR department and mm-hmm. then uh, wow. moved into uh, Grant Thornton uh, and then Insight Communications uh, before coming to Michaelman. Uh, so the, what has attracted me to Michaelman and continues to have me stay there is, is the culture. It's the people. Mm-hmm. It's the opportunity to explore different aspects of HR that, you know, my colleagues and other places do not necessarily have that opportunity. Yeah, that's that's very cool. How did you find Michaelman? Was that just you were living in Cincinnati or what what appealed to you from them? I had a friend who uh, knew of them and they were looking for an HR manager at the time. They had uh, really no HR practice going into that. Mm-hmm. They had just hired a CHRO and uh, Scott called me and said, hey, there is a lot of work here to do and walk through that, <laughs> through some conversations in terms of what I was looking for and what he was looking for in the organization. I thought this would be a great fit, and uh, it's where Seems it started. Seems to be, yeah. yeah. I so, agree. So one of the things that is obviously really, really important um, to you and Michael Mundin and your organization is is culture. Mm-hmm. So w- w- why do you think that is? Why is culture so important? You know, it's our people that m- make us successful, and if we don't have them and if we don't have their support, if we don't have their innovation and their creativity, we're not going to be successful as a business. Um, and so no matter where you're working, if it's in Mumbai or if it's in Cincinnati, you will find the same type of associate no matter where. 
Uh, we were very collaborative and we're very outgoing, looking at new solutions for customers, um, both internally and externally. What do you think, like the characteristics of culture, what's, what's most important to you as far as a workforce? To me, it is uh, individuals who are going to challenge challenge the status quo, who are going to come in and say, I've, I've seen this, I've heard about this, I've thought about this. How can we start to do that a little differently? And that is on the bench with looking at different raw materials and how we can f- build solutions for our customers. It is in our finance team um, and looking at how we um, be more financially literate and how we can be more proactive in how we manage our money and be fiduciaries of Michaelman's money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from the HR team and looking at this is what we're do- what we're doing, but how can we do it one step better? Um, and how do we be the best? Pra- how are we um, setting best practices in the, in the Cincinnati area and abroad? Mm-hmm. So if culture is really important to the organization, by the way, I love culture. I mean, I think it's it's always been about people, mm-hmm. and by the grace of God, it always will be about people. That's right. But when you think, how how would you know if a culture, for our listeners, if a culture was unhealthy? What are, what are some of those things that you would maybe ask our listeners to maybe think about when you think about a healthy culture versus an unhealthy culture? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I think about um, Michaelman and I think of the healthy culture I think that we have, it is that you have friends at work. And, you know, Gallup talks about, do you have a best friend at work? Um, it is, mm-hmm. do you have people that you can go to who are going to be honest and say, Ken, you know what, I think you're doing this great, but I think if you did this a little differently, you'd be a better person. You'd be a better colleague. You'd be a, a better practitioner. When I've been at other places that might not have had as strong a culture or have it, it's very um, looking out at for yourself and stabbing others in the back. It is not looking out of how we're going to win, but how I'm just going to get by. Um, it's not looking at best practices, but it's just kind of a check in the box of this is the same old, same old, and not wanting to hear new things. I I love that. I And our marketing team works really closely with you and your mm-hmm. HR team, your well-being team. And we are just, every time we come to your campus, we're so welcomed. The yeah. associates are all friendly. And you walk the halls and you're like, this is a positive place. People say hi to you. You have fun activities going on within the walls. We do. And, and so was that? like that when you got there or how did you help build this if if it wasn't there you know it there was there's a lot of those components that were there dr john and and his uh brother-in-law phil cohen um built the organization and they built it based upon people and trust and reward uh when steve Schiffman took over as our ceo he has continued that and continued to enhance that Mm -hmm. but you know what a lot of things we do is we involve our associates it's not HR driven, but we get a, we have an events committee, we have a well-being team, we have a tiger team that's looking at different uh, outputs from our engagement survey and how can they help us globally make make change and make enhancements to the organization. Mm-hmm. And so it's recognizing the associates for what they're bringing to the organization. It is recognizing their past and how they can bring best practices in. Um, and it's we also make sure that we are interviewing based upon our values. And making sure that's going to be a cultural fit, much more than just the te- uh, the technical the skills, fit, yeah. the skill fit. Yeah. Yes. What are um, some of your favorite things that you've incorporated at Michaelman over fourteen years? The last year, anything really? I think I know what mine is, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the last year, I think we've had uh, a tremendous time with McGowan, the McGowan team, and, and Tiffany and Tim and, and Brian, Stephanie, and now Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a lot with our benefits, and we enhanced a lot this year. Um, and not, we didn't ask our associates to take on any more of the expense, even though we could have. Um, we've also are, are rolling out a whole well-being program on the eight dimensions of well-being, 
today we started uh, launching our health portal. Um, so, and so exciting. It is, mm-hmm. it is so exciting, and our associates are interested in that. It's, mm-hmm. it's combining what we're already doing from a giving perspective or a social or the career and continuing to enhance that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, those are the, some of the fun things. I would also say we also uh, started a rewards uh, recognition ceremony for all the folks in the United States, bringing our spouses, and we do it off-site. And we, set, we give awards based upon that are peer-nominated on our values wow. on, and on what is it to be a Michaelman and recognize those special things. And that is probably where it's the most recognized. Rewarding and it makes you feel good to be at work. I love what you said about do you have a best friend at work? Because if you can go to work and you mm-hmm. feel special and loved and then it makes your job a lot easier too because not only do you love what you're doing, but the, you love the people you're working with. So, And I think it's also important that you have that separation. You know, Michael Min, we work hard, mm-hmm. but it's not that we work all weekend. And it's not like if you get some email on the weekend, it's not like you're expected to respond to that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have that balance, you're going to burn out. And that's something as we continue to work on our well-being initiative, we'll put more effort into Right. What do you think, Michael? So I love the phrase well-being. Mm-hmm. So what, why do you think that's so important to the organization? I think it is important for people's mental health um, and physical health and social social aspect. Um, because that is, you, you, you look at the whole person and going, coming to work is just one component of many aspects. Right. I um, mean, no matter if, if you're if you're looking at it from a religious standpoint, from a career enhancement standpoint, or giving back to your community, it's all coming in so you can have a strong mental health and outlook mm-hmm. um, in the workplace. Yeah, jackpot, jackpot. Mm-hmm. So you've experienced MB and Michaelman. What what do you what things do you think are like similar between the between the two organizations? I think uh, the commitment to your people, uh, mm-hmm. you, what you see, the, some of the things that you do to recognize your colleagues on, on LinkedIn and other places are outstanding. I think um, I think it is the passion and, and creativity. Tim Rieger and I will share things on benchmarking from a benefits or well-being perspective on a regular basis. Right. And people make fun of us from the standpoint, oh, my gosh. <laughs> but at the same point, it's like, how can we continue to learn and we grow? And, and those the, those learnings can continue to bring enhancements to our associates on both sides. I think in the end, we all like to have fun and mm-hmm. we all like to win. And it's how do we do that as a team and with colleagues and, and make sure that we come in every day. It's not like going to work. It's just coming back to see people that you really enjoy spending time with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you, so we've sat down many times and we've had focus groups with your associates and we've talked about benefits that you guys offer and they are incredible. Um, do you, what are, can you give some examples, I guess, of what some of them are that makes your associates so loyal and makes them want to stay? We have um, two medical programs, uh, a PPO and a, and a high deductible plan. On our high deductible, we have been much more uh, encouraging of people to take that, go with that option from a consumerism standpoint, how they can save money, how they can invest their money. Uh, and we have provided um, maintenance drugs at no cost if you're on the high deductible plan. We provide uh, money for if it's an associate or a family uh, into their HSA on an annual basis. But I would say we also look at uh, what are the needs of our associates. And so this past year, uh, we had some needs uh, as people are getting older about hearing. Mm-hmm. So we added that we would cover hearing aids uh, in each year, one every three years. So cool. We looked at people are trying to have babies, but they are having fertility issues. And so we did. We went back to Maritain 
Brian Dahl went back to Marite and said, what do we cover today? And then how can we enhance that? Not going the whole way, but where do we meet the midway? Mm -hmm. um, and when we rolled out those enhancements and, and many others, people were, were very surprised and very appreciative because we listened to the, through the surveys, through the discussions, and came back with the, here's, here's how we're trying to help you. Yeah, that's really. So when you, Ken, when you walked in, you, you handed me this, uh, this, uh, this card. And by mm -hmm. the way, this is, this is really well done. And Thank I you. love this. So defining Michaelman, why do we exist, uh, where we're going, uh, how we win. I think um, it, as, w as a leader, I think I know how to do that in, in Ohio and soon to be Indiana. How, like, how do you do this in, in China and other parts of the world? I think that's really interesting. And do these words resonate? We tested those words out in each of the marketplaces we are. Uh, so French in, 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 in India, in, in uh, China, in Asia, other parts of Asia. Um, and to make sure that they do, that they correlate the same as they do in Cincinnati as they do in, in Mumbai. Um, what, the, what we have found is that based upon the values, people are surprised overseas that we are that intentional about it. Um, they are surprised at how we're trying to be a larger company. We're trying to grow um, and how we compete with larger top 20, top 100 uh, firms in, in the, our industry, but also in, in the world and trying to make sure that we are an employer of choice. Yeah. So in other words, you're not going to kind of maybe surrender your posture or your values just because nope. you're in another part. Now, think of the United States for a minute. Mm -hmm. is, it, is it different in other parts of the country? We have not had that uh, situation, no. Yeah. yeah, I was just, I was just curious. So we, you know, part of about four or five years ago, we revamped our hiring process. So we do focus on the technical. If you, if you don't know how to do a certain part of your job, we cannot bring you in. But that is, that is part. But again, as I mentioned, it's also about our values mm -hmm. of respect and integrity, a success of collaboration and, and that curiosity. Um, and giving back to your community in whatever form that is, if that is your church, if that's your kid's school, the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scouts, um, or a professional organization. And that is what I think sets Michaelman apart. And we do use that on a global basis. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's easy. We can find great chemists. We can find great salespeople, market people. Uh, but it's those who are going to resonate with our culture and want to come in and, and, and collaborate and roll up their sleeves and be a team and not as a standalone or a lone person. Add value, yeah. Yes. So how often are you traveling to your your other locations across the world? Are you there often? How do you, it's just mind blowing to think that you're able to keep that culture so scalable in every part of the world. So, you know, when I started, uh, it was myself and the CHRO for uh, Michaelman HR globally. Um, and over the years we have hired individuals in HR. So I have HR colleagues now in every location. Um, and for my travel, it's usually once or twice a year. Um, cool. And you can and you can maximize. You know, it's two to three weeks. Of maybe going to Asia, a solid week in, in in Europe. But we also have them come to us, come to Cincinnati. Um, and, and I would say that not just in HR, but it's across the organization. So we do do a lot of interaction. Uh, going to we travel a lot overseas. They come to Cincinnati. We use uh, Skype. We talk on the phone. We work on group projects. So that is how we keep probably current and, and really that family, that connection. Right. Very cool. When, you know, obviously, when you talk to other organizations uh, about about culture and Michaelman, and, and so we've seen that a lot of organizations kind of evolve mm -hmm. in different cultures. Why, why do you think that's happening maybe more so today than, uh, than ever inside organizations? 
to me, I think it is so organizations can remain competitive and remain uh, current and fresh. Uh, Michaelman, this uh, past year, we went through the Queen City certification in Cincinnati that focused on gender equity and equality through compensation and benefits, policies, and practice. And it's different than an engagement survey. And we there was um, learning modules that we went to with other uh, organizations in Cincinnati, nonprofit, profit organizations. And there's a lot of sharing about what has worked, what's different. And so we came back to the organization after that um, the survey, and we did listening sessions. So we said, here's what we've heard. This is what we can do. What's our priority? What's important to you? Um, and, and a lot of good things have started to come out of that. So we're going to offer parental leave. Uh, we're going to offer caregiver leave. We're going to look at we're doing a global compensation benchmarking study so we can be much more transparent about our, our philosophy on total rewards. And, and in, in doing so, we're involving the associates. And so back to the question, Scott, is I think it is if, if we want to remain competitive, we want to retain our associates um, and, and attract new associates. Those are important things to think about. Yeah, because I think a lot of leaders think that sometimes a culture needs to feel good mm-hmm. and maybe sometimes winning is is hard. So you've got this sappy, <laughs> looks like maple syrup, yeah. hard, cutting edge, and it's, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could, you know, you, you marry those together and it could be really, really powerful and really, really strategic. Well, and, and then by doing that, our customers see that how that is working because they're on site or we have our sales or marketing and technology people outside. Our, our executives will travel too. And from that, we gain more business because they know Michaelman's brand. They know that the, what our values are and how we're going to treat them and how we're going to look at innovative ways uh, to help them win in the business as well, just the same as McGowan. And so by that, you just continue to attract more people to the business. Would Michaelman um, maybe not do business with somebody because of their culture and the impact mm-hmm. on, on your people? Yes. You, you guys would stand tall against that? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And, and we would... We would do that from a business standpoint um, in terms of vetting or if something came up. At the same time, we would also release associates if they're just not going to adhere to our culture or our safety brand uh, or standards. Because if you can't be safe, if you can't live that, then Mm -hmm. they're not good representatives for us. Yeah. But at the same time, how do you exit them so they're still ambassadors of Michaelman and not have that scorched earth uh, mentality too? Yeah. That I will, I keep thinking back to when we got a tour of your lab, which was incredible. And the safety components of that place, and it, it just, it's very impressive. And that, you know, I'm not a chemist, but I was able to learn and your, your employees were able to explain things to us that we were able to understand. And it just was a very welcoming, like non-intimidating place, which should be if you're in a lab um, with people in white coats. Correct. And it was, it was a very great I felt like I was at home. So, yeah. <laughs> and you know, that is in the lab, it's in our production facility, but it's also walking down the stairs or walking across our parking lot. You know, in today's age where we all have a mobile phone and we're looking at it, you, you got to think about that. So, people will call one another out um, and be like, hey, you might want to pay attention here. You might want to do that. But we also emphasize uh, safety work orders or safety ideas. And, and implement those because, again, we, you always can learn more on how we can be safe. You know, for some of the listeners, they're thinking about and they're hearing about all the stuff that you're doing. And for some of them, they think, well, that's just that stuff's really expensive. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to do any of that. Why, why does Mike? Why do you keep investing back into that? 
we have a great commitment from the family who uh, were privately owned um, and and, uh, and operated, um, and from our executive team. And we do look at ways, how can you do some things at a, lo- a lower cost? And, and I'm not skimp, but a lower cost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we could do X, but not go all the way to Z. At the same point, we know that we need to invest. So this health portal is not cheap by any means. Uh, it's a commitment. It has been a lot to work up to and, and as we roll through. But at the same point, we know that there's going to be a great reward because we're going to mm-hmm. help our associates and their families um, be more healthy and more well-balanced. And that is the value that Michaelman puts in that. So our, our top expenses is people. Mm-hmm. And by continuing to invest in people, they're going to continue to do great things for the organization. So it's a mutual relationship. But I think you can start small. If, if your organization mm-hmm. does not have those abilities, you can still offer sound benefits. You can still offer and support people in well-being efforts. And as you grow, you can continue to offer more. And there are so many small things, like you said, that you can do that are inexpensive. We're working on a calendar for you guys with mm-hmm. all of your events and your um, challenges you do. And you, I've just noticed, like you, you, for example, February is Heart Health Month. And mm-hmm. you guys all suggest people wear red, mm-hmm. um, which is the smallest thing ever. But then if you walk into your building and everybody's wearing red, people, what, what's that for? And it's, oh, yeah. it's February's Heart Health Awareness Week or whatever. And that, it just makes the community stronger. And little things like that make a big difference. Even if it's not, that doesn't cost a thing to tell people to wear red, but. Well, I think the last time I checked, it, caring about people is free. It is. Mm-hmm. I said That's genuineness. a good quote. Yeah. <laughs> it's free. You know, uh, last year we worked with some of the hospitals and brought in their vans. We did the blood blood donation. We did the mammography van. Uh, we brought in the van from St. Elizabeth where they did the the veins. And, wow. And looked at if you have blockage. Again, that was all at no cost. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how can we continue to look at other ways that we can do some of that or small cost? Hey, one of the things you mentioned for our listeners um, as we kind of begin to wrap up was um, you said Queen City certified. Certified. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a website? That sounds pretty legit. There is. I can make sure we get that so you yeah, can put yeah, that yeah. on here. It's through Nicole, Nicole Armstrong. Okay. It is. It was, I think, one of my best experiences going back to your question, Kenzie, of, of Michael Min. Um, You know, she came out and talked to Steve and I about the opportunities and what they're trying to do. Um, and you, each organization works through a certification process. You think, go in, think, oh, I got this. We can be gold. And there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that you, that we as a culture can improve upon um, or build upon that we're already doing that will keep helping us raise that status. So, yes, I'll make sure well, I get I'm that really to you I'm really curious guys. about that. And then uh, if I'm curious about it, it tells me maybe other people are curious Definitely. about it. So that mm-hmm. would be great. So as we wrap up, any, um, like, advice to uh, other organizations out there around, around culture? Let me ask it in two ways. Number one, if you have a global resource, I'll let you answer that. You know, we, in, in terms of our global resource, we've worked with the professional organizations. We've worked with Corn Ferry. We've worked with uh, um, SHRM and others to look at how do we can become educated in those cultures. We've worked with our law partners in those respective regions to understand the laws and the regulations because they're so different in so many different. ways. Mm-hmm. And we've got to make sure we adhere to that. Um, and we're continuing to learn it a lot. And so, but that's fun, but it's also through the people that we learn the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's easy to work on marrying some of that, but also allowing each of those regions to have their identity because it all cannot be run out of Cincinnati, Ohio. And we're very clear about that. 
Um, in terms of how I think organizations continue to build their culture is listen to their associates, take a risk, read, challenge your, the status quo, and, and work with business partners such as McGowan who can really help you on that journey because it is a journey. Oh, yeah. um, benefits, well-being, gender equity, developing that culture, and that is the most important part. Mm-hmm. And it's just a testament to Michaelman how you guys can – have such a local feel and a small town family feel globally. And we, we really enjoy working with you guys. So feeling is mutual. So I guess any last words, um, Scott and Ken about culture, scalable culture. Well, I think um, one is, Hey, thanks for caring so much about people. I know you got an army of people around you that care a lot about people. We do. Uh, And uh, gosh, it just makes the planet a better place to wake up to. It, it, it does. And yeah. as you turn on the news, you know that at least your microcosm that you have some control in and you can really make a difference for those you work with. Yeah, I love the well-being thing, too. I had a friend of mine tell me that, uh, you know, sometimes your brain's like a bad neighborhood and you mm-hmm. shouldn't be there alone. Huh? And the power <laughs> of the brain and well-being. Uh, and uh, so thanks for investing in that and leaning into your workforce. So just uh, just really, really grateful for uh, for people like you mm-hmm. and organizations like yours. Well, in the feeling, uh, you know, the McGowan team is, is, I can't say enough. And it's a fun, it's a pleasure, and uh, we learn a lot uh, from each other. So we appreciate it. We're excited to see what the future brings. So thank you so much, Ken, for joining us. And we will thank put, you, much. you know, Michaelman's contact info and the Queen City certified information on our website. But okay. um, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. And um, we'll see you guys next time on Side Effects. If you have any questions, you can email me at scott at healthierbirthdays.com or... Kenzie at healthierbirthdays.com. Have an amazing day.